when I look at my old diaries, the question is always, who, you know, what am I going to do with my life? That, I've asked that question essentially since I was like, you know, an adult. Welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Today's Saturday, March 5th. We hope that uh, this podcast finds you um, with your taxes done and filed. Oh, shit. Y'all. That shit is due soon, and we hope the IRS is not up your ass. Uh, we hope that you uh, are paying the government the exact amount you're supposed to be paying. Um, yep. Shout out to tax fraud. If you're listening to this episode uh, on your phone, please take a screenshot, post it on Instagram stories, tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod. Uh, you know, let us know how how's your how's your quarterly payments going? You know, yep. I used to do that, and it hurt every single time. Uh, if you're listening on the Apple Podcast, please uh, leave a review, uh, leave us five stars, or not, leave us whatever stars you think we er- we earn, and uh, and and leave us like nice nice messages or whatever. Uh, if you're on YouTube. We don't really release stuff on YouTube, but if you happen to be on YouTube, you can hit subscribe, uh, hit uh, like, and, and and all that stuff. Leave us a comment. Also, tell us what your um, you know uh, estimated quarterly taxes were. You know, we're we're curious. We're curious finance Asians. That's what we, we are. Love. Uh, I love. I love. <laughs> I fucking love tax season, man. I love it. Do you? It's a good time. What? Oh, well, I don't. I, so I, I don't. I don't anymore. Well, I'm like very organized. So it's very easy for me. And I just, it's, it's, it's like a nice, you know, giving myself a hand job moment when the accountant compliments, you're, uh, how, you're how, much, how much I'm ready. Um, <laughs> before we start the show, we always give a shout out to our newest Patreon subscribers. What is Patreon? It is the best way to support this podcast. We're a complete independent operation. So if you like what we've been putting down and you want to give us money for it, uh, please go to patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod and give us your money. And in exchange, you get bonus episodes and a shout out on this podcast where we guess your ethnicity purely based on your last name. So here are the three new yes. people. Here we go. Okay. Linda yep. Dang. Oh, this is not even a Patreon person. This is her birthday. So this is this is a, a Patreon person. Her name's Julie. This is her birthday gift to Linda you know they're best friends or some shit linda dang <laughs> best friends or some fucking shit some shit like that okay i'm gonna say chinese pretty sure dang i've never met a dang d-e-n-g dang yeah if dang. it was dang with the a vietnamese maybe wait maybe vietnamese dang. chinese how is the what's the dang fever spelled is that a different spelling that's dang gay fever oh yes. dang gay dang gay gotcha 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 <laughs> that's gotcha, dang gotcha. gay fever all right so yeah, we, can go with, um, we can go with chinese that sounds more accurate i'm than gonna say fever. chinese and happy you're a happy birthday chinese asian Hell yeah. Next, we got Devin Stahl. S-T-A-H-L. This guy had messaged us to assure us that he it's is a, it's Asian. It's a girl. It's a girl. It's a girl. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah I was yeah, completely yeah. wrong. And I think uh, this is a trap also. This is... No. No, this is a man. And he's a white man. And he was trying to throw us off the scent this whole time. This My guess is... I think this person is... I don't know. It's harder to guess the Asian part. Well, Devin, that's a little indie. I think this person is um, half Japanese, half Jewish. Um, I'm going to go ah. with that. I'm going to go with that. Okay. All right. Next we have, uh, and last but not least, we have David Saichao. S-A-E. Saichao. Yeah. C-H-A-O. I've never met a Saichao before. What's your take on this? I'm going to say this person is Thai because I've recently found out that uh, sometimes Thai people, they got like a sweet ass only one name and then it, it they shorten it to something else. And this this gives this gives me Thai kickboxer vibes. Ooh, this so guy, you think it's like feel, it's like there's like yeah. a second half to this. Yeah, Say this guy's like a K one fighter. 
and Jack. I feel Thai, Thai last names don't fuck with Chow. Like I don't know a lot of ch- like the C H A O. That like the S A E maybe, but the C H A O is throwing me off. I'm thinking this is like Mong or something. Oh shit! Oh, okay. We haven't had a Hmong there. person in a while. So. Hey, but but they're, yeah. but they're out there. They're out there. They are out there. Um, they are you know. Out there. So yeah. All right. There you go. And that was our Patreon game. If you want to get on this game, please go to patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. Moving on, uh, our guest this week. Oh, we are so excited to have her. I this can't believe she showed up. Because I can't believe I'll be it either. You, a lot of celebrities we book these days, they be dropping like flies last minute. But not you this one. You know why, though, she showed up? Because she's a she's a top-tier, class A, top-tier She's, a, she's an A-list celebrity, celebrity 100%. Yeah. Those and those that, other like C B list celebrities they don't fucking show up. They don't show they're up. They're not gonna show up to us. No 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 no. They've 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 got to meet up with their cocaine guy. So they're not gonna they're not gonna do that. But exactly. you know A list people they're working. I know. They're out. They're, they're doing working. their thing. It's insane. These B list people. You get on one <laughs> Netflix episode and we want to book you and you think you're hot shit. Fuck off. Oh, you think you're hot uh, shit. Fuck off. But t- this uh, this week's comedian. Uh, this week's guest. So excited to have her. She's a fucking legend. Uh, legend. Legendary comedian Honestly doesn't even need A fucking interruction I'll be honest with you. Doesn't even need one Because she's fucking legendary Give it up For the amazing Margaret Cho Oh hey. Wow Thank you Thank you That's amazing Thank you Hi Hi Thanks for, thanks for showing up This is amazing Of for course showing up. Thank you um, Where uh, are you coming Where are you tuning in from I am in uh, Tempe, Arizona there's like the biggest cactuses here I've ever seen. It's oh like God. really intense. I'm really Asian. Like I'm like becoming old Asian lady. Like I'm super into plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and gardening. Are you, trying to, you're, yeah. are you thinking about, can I get one of these cactuses back to my house? Have you yeah, about like that? how am I going to get uh, uh, one of the, I'm like, ooh. Because it's like real like roadrunner realness. Like it's giving. Roadrunner. <laughs> Yes. It's giving roll run, roadrunner like coyote. Like I'm gonna need yeah. to get like a big acme box to yes. get one of these texts. Like it's a very like foghorn. Like I don't know. I think that's more country, but this is more like <laughs> it's it's definitely giving like donkey. It's giving spikes because mm. yeah. my yep. grandparents uh, were like very big into horticulture, and mm-hmm. they would go forage food in Golden Gate Park because we lived right by the park. Oh, shit. In the seventies, so they would like go to like the arboretum and steal a bunch of like like I love rare it. I plants, love this. and then my <laughs> grandmother would cook them in like a hot like a hot pot. Oh shit! So you know it's like very like I'm like oh my god I'm not turning into my parents I'm turning into my grandparents so Yo. I'm very very much into foraging. That I feel that um, if you were if if there's any young Asian people and you go out and you get caught shoplifting, you can just call it foraging instead. And that, I'm yeah. foraging. that's what that is. I like You're that foraging. Foraging. I'm foraging. I'm, for- I'm just foraging. You know, yeah, it's my culture. <laughs> I, that's so you know when you were telling the story i thought you were gonna say like oh and we created like a nice little mini botanical garden for ourselves he's like no we're, we're eating we're eating we're these eating. rare pothos plants she was making yeah. medicine like it oh, was sure. weird like there was that's always wild. something weird in that slow cooker like sticks and rocks and like you know it was very intense but yeah. you know they all lived till their late 90s like Oh my God! They, well, kept, I think, they kept on living, so they had something right. 
yeah um, well. i i fucking love that it's it's you got your own minari situation going on there it's right so, now it's like such minari it's it's very um we have a relationship with the natural world like asians yeah. really do have an intense long-term relationship with yes. greenery mm. and yes. it's about embracing that yeah my mom uh the yard that we have in our house in california you know we started getting i think for her she knew she was rich when she had a really big orange uh tree because Ooh, yeah. then oh. she took right because she would like every year we'd get like and one orange tree like produces like fucking thousands of oranges and wow. she would just yeah. take these oranges and like go around like she's a rapper at the club just spreading like money but like with oranges you know what i'm saying she'd just be like, ah, ha, ha, like ah, ha, ha. hey linda you want some oranges ah, ha, ha, i got you you know <laughs> yeah making just, it orange yeah, yeah. rain making it orange rain do you have Damn. do you have like a situation and also she she's really into orchids which i didn't realize oh. they're really expensive yeah. hard to take care of they're she really loves hard. doing it she's always yeah. posing in front of it taking pictures you know so are you into like stuff like that yet i have this intense orchid that i have to um move around my house and outside to follow like the proper bright indirect light yes. and i missed it with um this water that i purify myself in this like weird container and then i pour it also into um chinese like like terracotta teapots oh my god and, um mm -hmm. put that next to it and then i'll open up the teapots and so i can collect rain so that i can pour it on my plants but i also have a bunch of um carnivorous plants so oh, pitcher plants and venus flytraps yeah. that are Yo. like they're like people those plants they're very they're, i just got them but they're very like temperamental so i actually baby them and follow the sun with those too mm. so but the orchid is i heard all this weird stuff about how the orchid is actually like bad feng shui and so now i'm like interesting mm. oh i don't know because you know there's certain plants that are supposed to be good and bad. I, yeah. I i really don't know some i mean and it changes from year to year and sure I, it's very it's very confusing but uh the orchid thing the orchids are very tough yeah yeah uh, i i i I, can, I hear you there i i am trying to think now if bad things happen to us when I feel my mom, she would risk it. She'd be like, this is so pretty. I will take some bad luck because it was, you know. It's, she again. might have diffused it. You could, I think you can diffuse it with like, if you put like running water in a certain area, you can, you can combat that. Like mm. there's certain things that. Counter that energy. Because yeah. yeah, feng shui is really about like, well, if you want it like this, then you have to put this element here. And then it, it's sort of like they do battle in Whoa. your house so it's like Whoa. a constant like rock paper scissors happening like in your yeah. home environment so it's like a, um, yeah like a pokemon is, situation that is yeah. so stressful yeah. to think about all you're trying to do is like make your apartment look pretty and now you've started a, a melee between amongst plants <laughs> yeah, yeah. You plants and fighting. rocks and water and um you know fire elements and so it's just a very but then also if you have like living animals that can offset everything too so i have a bunch of animals too so that's it's, it's kind of like a very um you know we live in the natural world Asians embrace the natural world. And mm -hmm. so now I'm like mm -hmm. kind of come because I used to think that, oh, I'm real futuristic and brutalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. but I'm actually not like I'm just like a wild woman. We, we are. You, so <laughs> so you you heard it here first. Margaret Cho is going to try to go out and maybe steal a roadrunner and or cactus. Uh, yes. And she's both. Out. 
and, and, a, and, and a coyote yeah. and a coyote maybe make him into medicine who knows check it yeah, out watch you know. out, watch out be, Brooklyn Botanical Gardens <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be tight um, um, you know well, we, we always like to start uh, the, the show with uh, asking each other what kind of Asian you were this week um, I have a, like a, a stupid one I, I feel I, I'll just go very quickly I was a backed up plumbing Asian uh, I, oh, yeah. I live in Ooh. I live on the ground floor of this house and I took a dump and I as you, as you do. clogged the I, cl- I clogged the toilet and I was like, oh okay, I clogged the toilet, so I plunged it, but something wasn't right. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? When you're plunging and it's just like it's just not taking, and this mm. went on for a while, and I was like, this is like a serious plunge job, and I was plunging and plunging, and I stop and I look into the bathtub, and water had come up into from the bathtub, <gasps> like, oh. like 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 toilet water, yeah, oh. something. So that yeah. filled up, and then. I was like, okay, this is bad. I, I, I like kind of waited for the water to go down. I started plunging again. And then my wife comes in and she's like, Mike, so we have a, a washer dryer and uh, the washer dryer is sitting on top of a, a little sink or whatever, right? So the water can drain. Water started coming out of that and mm. flooding my the floor of my apartment. And I re- I call up the landlord. They, 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 we realize that the main line of the house, there's like, there's one line that goes from the house into the street municipal sewage system. There, there's one, and that's called the main line, and that was clogged. And when that happens, the whole house <laughs> cannot drain. I, I don't think this is just me. This is just I, not I my thought, own I special you were shit. Say, and that main pipeline was clogged because of my shit. <laughs> it's possible. Listen, maybe I was the ca- the straw that broke the camel's back, but yeah. that lane line was clogged. Uh, a plumber has to come out immediately. This is like 1.30 in the morning now. He is doing all sorts of crazy shit. That job is... We cannot pay these That's people That's crazy that money. he came. That's cr- I feel like in New York, they would just be like, fuck off, I'll come there on the next Monday or whatever. That's crazy. Well, it was hard. Yeah, it was hard to get somebody, but somebody came and I was up until 3 in the morning cleaning up. It was it was intense, okay? let I mean, let, let me tell you something. That's bad feng shui right there, okay? Well, yeah. yeah. Also surprising that you took a midnight shit. Yeah, like, I was gonna say the same I mean, thing. I What's didn't. going on with your gut health, bro? Why are you shitting at 1 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah. probiotic? That's quite, that's quite late. For, that's really you know? the question. Yeah, this the, I, I really do need to check my gut health. Um, but that's what I was. So I was up and it was just a nice capper for uh, just a crazy week overall. So yeah. I hope yeah. hoping anyone who listen in here, if you clean out your main line once, once a once a once a year, clean out your main line. They use this little thing, uh, so called a rotor rotor router, and they, they go Ooh. through your main line and do it. Please do that. It will save you staying up in three in the, the morning, mopping up shit water. So that was the me. Worst. I was a plump, backed up plumbing Asian. Just please, please do that. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. How about? I uh, feel you. I feel yeah. you. Yeah. How about of you, Fumi? You were what kind of Asian were you this week? Uh, this week I was a Kanye West Asian. And, yep. uh, you know, what can I say about the Kanye West Asian that hasn't already been said? Um, <laughs> I've been watching that documentary on Netflix about, it's called Genia, yep. and it's about sort of Kanye West's rise to fame. And yep. I'm, I'm like, I like Kanye West. I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like really, really into rap. So I never, I know there are diehard fans out there. I didn't really know much about his history. Obviously, I know he's a very good musician and stuff like that. But this sort of follows the story from when he was 19 years old, coming up yep. in Chicago, and this is before he was signed and he was just working as a producer. And I know he's kind of gone off the rails and that's a whole different conversation, but the first two, three episodes sort of, it, it leads up to his release of the his debut album, College Dropout, which ended up winning like a ton of Grammys and it's an incredible sure. album. Um, 
But Kanye, like, in this documentary, like, he's literally, like, he's not a nobody, but he's, like, not famous, right? And he, what I got away from it is, like, he believes in himself so much. He believed in himself back then, yeah. just, uh, the same amount he believes in himself now. And that, the confidence was just, like, throwing me off because I don't think I've ever met an Asian-American person that confident in my life. I've met a lot of hmm. white and black people who are like sort of on that in that category of confidence. Right. This is what I'm talking about. I'm this is some, this yeah. is something that he did. Okay, so this is when he's not signed. He just would, he would just like walk into the office at Rockefeller Records, and like go into like random marketing mm-hmm. people's offices when they're like doing a conference call, and he starts playing his CD, and he starts rapping like Jesus walks, and he starts rapping. <laughs> touch the sky just in the people are working and people are like that's cute Kanye they're like legit ignoring him they think he's crazy (laughs) and I'm like dude like would you have the confidence to like go into the Netflix office at Los Gatos and fucking go to their comedy division and like start doing your stand up routine yo check out these jokes (laughs) (laughs) my mom be like this (laughs) but that's I know it sounds ridiculous because it's not the same medium but it is that ridiculous that is what he is doing and it's in this the confidence is in fucking sane and I mean I Maybe a lot of it has to do with your like relationship with your parents because his mom also like hyped him up always. Right. She like really believed in him and like was talking about, oh, I like your lyrics here. I don't like this. Like you know, so they're really close. And cool. uh, I, and I and I, it kind of reminded me of like when I first started comedy. There are two people I'm thinking of. Uh, if you don't know their names already, you will very soon. Eagle Wit and Z Way. Oh, Eagle. Uh, yeah. Fumido, Fumido. Fumido. I think her name Z Way already has her own she's fucking show, show on Showtime. Yeah, she's, she's got, got her, show. She has her own fucking show on Showtime. I remember when she first started, we did a bar show together or something and she was fine. She was great. But I think it was her like second show she's ever done. And I remember her saying to somebody like, okay, cool. Like how do I write for TV now? I remember her saying that. Yeah. You know, and I, I remember other comedians being like, what the fuck? Who the fuck does she think she, well, she has her fucking show now before everybody yeah. else, you know, she's got a show and ego wit, same guy. He's a stand up comic. Now he's at the cellar. We started open micing together. He was really young when he first started. He had so much fucking confidence so much so that again, a lot of comics hated it. And now he's opening for Aziz Ansari. He's like on tour. Yeah, he's like he, a big he just guy. did Madison. He, he fun fun story. Eagle was once uh, Eagle Wit. Uh, this comedian was once um, my uh, task rabbit. I ha- I paid him, I paid him twenty dollars <laughs> to stand in line at a sample sale for me. He stayed up he stayed up all night to do this. So this is his mentality. He 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 did some shows and uh, even back then he was like I don't know if he was past at these clubs, but he was doing the late shows and these shows get out at like two in the morning, three in the morning. He gets out, he gets in line. I, he's, he's texting me he's like you want me to stand in line right now I was like no you go home and he's like no nah, I got I, I live so far away he just stood in line the whole time he was the, the second person in line I get to there I get there at like at 6 or 7 in the morning he's still there <laughs> with his girl he's got like a 40 he's like drunk this is this guy's mentality. He was making yeah. that money and doing comedy. And then I roll up there <laughs> like a dumbass, And I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. You know, and now he, you know, now he's doing real well. I, 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 I like that, the, that, that mentality. I see what you're saying with the confidence. I want to know, I mean, Margaret, like, do you, I feel you're very, you're very confident, but like, did you, you, you know, you hear these stories about like kind of going and, and just, just putting yourself into these spaces. Like, what do you sort of think about that? Did you, did, I mean, you know, you're, you've been around a long time. Did you, do you feel like you had to do that for a long time too? Yeah. Well, it's a lot, it's a lot 
harder, I think, because when you're older, um, mm. see, this is like you're, you're dealing with a lot of intergenerational trauma. Like we're still like oh, healing shit. from the war, like our parents being like yep. children of war. Yep. So then, you know, when you kind of cope with that, you don't feel that confidence and you're like scared, but you have to counter it with either like overconfidence or I would just go really slowly and people would perceive that as confidence. But I went slowly because I didn't have enough material to cover like 15 minutes. So I would just hold because <laughs> I was like, so like, I would yeah. just hold. And then that became like a style. Oh. Because I, I was just trying to stretch my time. Um, one time I did a, sh- a show, like a showcase for like the punchline in San Francisco, and I did a set that was one minute and forty five seconds. <laughs> it was like, I was, and the, the Booker was like, it was it's, it's, it was Jeff Wills. He's like the head of Live Nation now, but he he was like the Booker at the club. And this is like in the eighties, and he had his like stopwatch, and he was like, you just did. Maybe 90 Wait, seconds. Like, was this like, like a open mic or something? Or was it like a real show? It was like a real show, but I was so, <laughs> I had no material and I was so nervous and I was like 15. And wow. so I just held, held, held. Oh but yeah, I, think I forgot you started when you were like 14. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Super yeah, yeah, yeah. young. But yeah. it, it was more like, I, I think that, you know, my generation of kids, we still were kind of, there weren't that many comics because we didn't feel like we had a presence right. in television or movies or, you know, and even Asian people on TV were either very much um, from like Asia, like um, Johnny Yoon, who uh, yeah. was uh, the Korean member of the Rat Pack. He's in a movie called They Call Me Bruce, and he's actually a great guy. But it's a awesome. very uh, stylized way of being Asian, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you didn't yeah. see like an Asian American presence. So it's like, do we even, can we do this? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. And um, Rob Schneider, actually, who's Filipino, he yes. is, never talks about that. He never He's talks actually, about that. But there's a, people in that generation don't talk about being Asian. Yeah, I feel yeah. like no, he, he, he did. Yeah, he tried to like yeah. he like passed as somebody else. So yeah. Yeah. So he was here, and he he was, I mean he was in, he was definitely getting really famous, and um, he was like. I was like, oh, well, since he's Filipino, they're probably, you know, you could probably do this. Like, there was, like, different people, like Dean Cain was oh, half yes. Asian. So it's mostly, like, wow. half Asian people. Or, like, Ke- mm. Kelly Hu, who at oh, that yeah. time had just won, um, I think, Miss Teen USA. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was mm-hmm. a few, like, Asian entertainers. Oh, and, of course, Mignon Wen mm. uh, yes. was starting. So there was, like, people, but, you know, it was uh, very, like, we were all very separated. And um, so the confidence thing didn't really occur to me but i i just yeah. went slow so people thought i had i was ballsy there you I go that, um, as, I, as long I, as they I, perceive it yeah i know yeah. i love the pause thing because it's like i think an overconfident person would if, if that person was doing your thing of like pausing in between jokes they'd be like you know what man it's like jazz it's about the jokes you don't hear you know you know silence silence is yeah. the most funny so when you were starting were i'm imagining the I don't know what the scene was like, you know. I mean, you know, right now the stand-up scene in San Francisco is 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 is, is, is I think real real nice. It's popping a lot. There's a lot of young comics and stuff. You know, there's a there's not a lot of Asian American comics even in that scene. Even though like fuck, it's like seventy percent Asian in San Francisco or something. But when you were starting, there were no other Asian com. Would you see other Asian comics like at no. the club or at a um, mic or anything? No. Um, there was actually one guy. Um, he was so funny and his, his name was Ken and he um, he was Japanese American and he uh, was like 
rolling with like um, Robin Williams and the generation like before wow. me. Wow, yeah, and he oh, was a genius. Shit. But he uh, he was uh, pretty severely like mentally ill. Oh, shit. so there was like stuff about it. Like so, he was such an odd kind of character, like an odd sort of genius character person that would be around and he's very legendary in like San Francisco comedy circles but um he had so many problems and mm. he ended up passing away oh shit um but I think uh I think because he was such an individual like an independent thinker that he didn't have sort of the racial kind of imaginings that that something was holding mm. him back or mm. that generational trauma um but for uh I think for me, there was really, yeah, there was no other real Asian American comedians that I saw. There's Tamayo Otsuke, who is um, actually amazing. She was Sam Kennison's opener, and she was oh, also shit. dating him for quite a long time. And Bobby Lee's friends with her. She moved to Hawaii and lives on like one of the islands that's like very far, not ones yeah. that, not the big, island, not the ones that we know. Yeah, and she just cultivates uh, a lot of vines. Not not the internet <laughs> finds, but now well, they don't have mine anymore. <laughs> we're all eventually just going to become gardeners. Is that our is yeah, that our fate? We're, you know, all we're all just going to become out, gardeners. We're all going to go out and start tilling the land. Like it's very. Um, <laughs> what's that, it's just that full circle. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like yeah, you know we came from farmers. We go back to farmers. You know it's just, right. It's it's a beautiful um, story. Margaret, we, we forgot to ask you, what kind of yeah. Asian were you this week? Yeah. Oh, what kind of Asian was I? I was like really, like I'm actually going full monk. Like I'm getting oh, like ooh. the, um, you know, it's not like a gi, but it's like a, you know, the outfit that's like um, the tie top and like loose pants. Like, like the, the like same orange? color. Yeah. Like not a, like orange, but like gray. Uh-huh. Mm. Like, like, a, like gray. a nun. Like very yeah. nun. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm um, definitely like, yeah. oh, maybe I'll shave my head this summer, you know, kind of oh, feeling shit. like, am I going to be like, so go full with Tignan Tang, like that full, like yeah. kind yeah. of, um, I, I don't know. I'm sort of like monk core, like <laughs> holy core. Maybe yeah. that's it. Like that's going to go with my Tai Chi and also, but I'm not going to be vegan, um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to be gardening. So it's like tilling the land, you know, uh, taking care of my animals, making compost and yes. uh, doing comedy. But it's a great um, I think. Yeah, I like really love like a monk look because it's like really lo fi. It's yes. very low maintenance and it's also <laughs> right. very chic. So yeah. I'm kind of into that. That kind of, that's the kind of Asian that I'm feeling. What, where did you get your um, your your little outfit from? I bought them. I got an Instagram ad. Now Instagram really targets me with yeah. monk-like robes. <laughs> 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 like everything is like real monk-like. It's a very so I went to uh, Tibet in um, Y2K. Oh, I wow. went to Tibet for Y2K, and so ever wait, since then I've been wait, kind of interested in Tibet. Were, uh, were you afraid of the end of the world? Is that why? No, I I just went because it just it happened to go. Happened okay, to go. fair enough. Okay, it just happened to be that time. There wasn't uh, there wasn't, but I realized oh it was there for the Y2K. I was actually also in Nepal when the royal family was assassinated. Oh shit! And I oh, was shit. trying to buy. There was like a big general strike, so all of the businesses were shut down. And everybody was out playing cricket in the street. Yeah. And so you couldn't buy or sell anything, but I was trying to buy art. And so I was buying all these like 
Tibetan Tonkas because you couldn't buy them in Tibet. So I was in Kathmandu doing that and then wow. trying to go to the airport. But then the royal family had been assassinated by Jesus. the prince. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So you almost couldn't get out. So it was like major chaos. I had all of this like contraband, like stolen, like unethical <gasps> art yeah. in my backpack. And I'm like, I'm going uh, <laughs> to I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to stay here and play cricket. Like it was very... Um, <laughs> You know, it was like Asian panic. Like when you're yeah. like, I'm, I'm kind of oh, breaking the rules just oh, slightly. Yeah. Very slightly, but you're still panicking because you're such a good like student. So you're just yeah, like, yeah. I'm a little bit breaking the rules, but not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they weren't antiques. I love that your life is kind of like the golden child. Have you ever seen that movie? You know, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting that vibe there. Yeah. I'm feeling like very golden child, but it's also I'm feeling, you know, like a little bit like um and I don't really like kung fu, but I do like when he carries out the burning pot oh, with his elbow. Fuck yes. Like hell yeah. His mm-hmm. You get that little thing on your arms, dude? Yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah, love yeah, the yeah. brand. Is it dragons? The, like it's like It's brand. like a dragon, yeah. Like I'm snatching the pebble from somebody's hand. I don't know <laughs> whose hand. But. <laughs> Yo, I still it's got it. It's very Mr. Miyagi too, like catching a fly with chopsticks. Catching a fly, yeah, 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 yeah I feel yeah, that. Yeah. I feel like it's you know, you, you, I sometimes have a fantasy of just like yeah, like just getting out of the whole game and just like just yeah, becoming monk, monk core. Me and my wife, we dress like. Uh, you ever seen that documentary about that really old Korean couple? Who like they still wear the outfits and like it follows them in their last days of their life or whatever. But it, oh it's, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I, it's it's so sad yeah. and beautiful. But like you know, mm-hmm. there's something real nice about just like waking up and you're you're picking some persimmons, you know, and and you're putting mm-hmm. in your thing and you don't have. <laughs> but like you, I feel you're doing that, but you still want to do comedy. Is that like I feel that oh, yeah. it, it, it? I sometimes think those are like opposing things. Do you not feel like that sometimes? I do, but then you know how you see like monks out? Like you always yeah. see them at the airport. They're like monks out. be out. Monks They're always be, be out. out. They're like, here first. <laughs> monks be out. With their, their like bag and all their like beads and they just be out like just kind of, you know, walking around. Just you know, like they always are out and doing shit. Yeah, yeah. They absolutely are. I do, are. I so do love. So that's kind of. Yeah. Right. I love the aesthetic. I do sometimes. I sometimes uh, in mm. New York or, or even in, in Berkeley, um, I would see that there would be like uh, these like um, they're like Catholic priests, but they're of a certain like order. So they have really long frocks on. And I'm just yeah. like, this is a fire look. This is just a good, you know, mm. I mean, I'm because I'm then that. you're not wondering about like what you're going to wear because it's like, oh, that's my that's what I'm going to wear. So usually um, I'll me. mix it up like I have like a rock or a ska shirt. Like I have my rancid shirt hey, and then I have my yeah. ninja pants. So ninja look, um, monk look, Japanese farmer. It's real seven samurai, <laughs> but they all kind of have like a similarity. Like it's also very Star Wars. Yes. Um, I, I love this. I'm learning so much about the aesthetic here. Hey, you got Netflix? Of course you do. Well, did you know that if you're using Netflix without using ExpressVPN, that's like getting tickets to go see Baboni but just watching the opening act. That's because Netflix has different content libraries for different countries. Some of my K-drama fans know what I'm talking about because for a long time, you couldn't watch certain K-dramas if you weren't in the right country. Well, the ExpressVPN is here to change all that. ExpressVPN unblocks content by letting you change where the streaming website thinks you are. It's magic, baby. And it's easy. Just go to the app, select the country you want, and when you refresh the page, boom, your content's there. ExpressVPN has got blazing fast speed, no buffering, and lets you gain access to content in 94 different countries. So be smart, stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting a fraction of their content. 
Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash Asian. Don't forget to use my link. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash Asian to get three months of ExpressVPN for free. Ah, well, you know me, Mike. You know me, right? I and know. You know, I know. If you know this, if, if you know anything about me, you know oh, that I'm uh, out. I'm out there. Yes. I'm out You're there, out there. I'm out there pounding. And a lot of people are like, "For me, why are you so good at pounding?" And by a lot <laughs> why, of people, yeah. why? I always ask that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even believe you. By, by a lot of people, I just mean Mike. The secret is, it is Helix Sleep Mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress. For you why would you buy a mattress made for someone else with helix you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep and pounding <laughs> everybody's unique and pounds uniquely and helix knows that <laughs> So they have a different, uh, they have several different mo- uh, mattress models t- uh, to choose from. They have soft, <laughs> medium, and firm. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Mattresses. Mattresses great for cooling you down if you get hot. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus slide sleepers. Because, hey, man, everybody needs love. Just go to helixsleep.com Asian. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to the customized mattress that will give you the best sleep slash pound of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for free for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helix.com slash Asian. That's helix.com slash Asian for up to $200 off. And when you're doing your threesomes, Mm -hmm, two mm -hmm. free pillows. Now back to this. Whoa, what was Whoa, that? Hey, that's what crazy. is that sound? It's nice. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronized online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Like mine, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash Asian, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash Asian right now. Shopify.com slash Asian. Hello, Anos. If you've ever been watching or listening to the show and thought to yourself, why does Fumi and Mike look so sensational? Uh, it is because we use Hawthorne. Hawthorne is a premium men's grooming brand that makes it quick and easy to be confidently your best with skincare and hair care made just for you. I could lean on that drugstore stuff, but am I really trusting that with this face? I could go get overcharged at a department store, but what I really need was a company I could trust to set me up with a grooming routine full of tailored products that was still affordable, and that's Hawthorne. So lean on Hawthorne to upgrade your body wash, shampoo, and deodorant. Let them recommend a face cleanser and moisturizer that elevates your game, and of course, find your perfect cologne. First, you take the Hawthorne quiz. Uh, They ask me things like, what is my shape of my face? What's my face's main need? What What is the area under 
my eye look like? What kind of soap do I like? What kind of drinks do I like? What's my personality? The quiz was actually really fun. It was nice to think about the shape of my face and what kind of soap I like, bar or liquid. It's good to think about that stuff sometimes. At the end of the quiz, you'll view customized products tailored to your body, skin, hair, and lifestyle. They're like uh, exfoliating skincare set, colognes, deodorants, uh, shampoos, conditioners. It's all good stuff. At the end of the quiz, you'll view customized products tailored to your body, skin, hair, and lifestyle. Hawthorne stands by its customers, so if you're not completely satisfied, they'll retailer your products for free based on your feedback and pay for the shipping, so there's truly no risk. So make sure you're ready for anything or anyone that comes your way by taking Hawthorne's quiz today. Go to hawthorne.co and use promo code NOTASIAN to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, promo code NOTASIAN. Hawthorne.co, promo code NOTASIAN. I also wanted to, uh, at the top of the show, we were talking about, you know, hey, if you're li- if you're listening, leave us a review, hit five stars and, you know, leave us a review on the podcast. I love reading them. And recently we got one that I think really, like it cut deep, not because it was a bad it review, deep, it was a good review and very, very fair. This person gave us four stars out of five. And the, the heading of the podcast review is keeping it real. And I'll just read it to you right now. And again, I'm, this is this is this is real. So thank you very much for the person who left this. Um, it says, "I used to like this podcast, but they have been getting boring recently." I understand because we haven't been talking about monk core. So I hope that's better. But <laughs> continuing, I, f- I feel like they're still trying to figure out what kind of podcast they are. Uh, there is no flow. I may change my rating if it gets better. Wow, that's great. I love this. Four stars. Yeah. The idea. The the real like hinge on this was I feel like they're still trying to figure out what kind of podcast they are. And for me, if you change the word podcast to comedian or man or you know, person you want to be, that's me to the core. I think about this an embarrassing amount of times, like mm-hmm. every day. Um I'm I I wake up literally every day and besides clogging the toilet, I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of x am i today you know what kind of person yeah. what kind of comedian what kind of asian person i feel like i'm so many different things and i feel sometimes comedy forces you into certain like i don't know roles i guess or or especially on tiktok i, I don't mark Mar- if you're if you're on tiktok I've, i feel tiktok rewards a very specific set of jokes from me like it's very like Asian mom jokes, or actually, weirdly enough, when I talk about how I'm not tall, it's like that's the other thing people love. So, it it it's very it feels very stifling in some ways, but it is a question where I'm like, what kind of you know person am I? What kind of comedian am I? And I, I wanted to ask you know you that, Margaret, because I feel like there's a very distinct you i've always felt you know i don't know if you've always felt this way that there's a distinct you and i'm doing this and i'm i'm margaret cho and i don't you know i'm I'm gonna do me i'm gonna do i'm gonna be a monk or whatever the fuck but i don't know if you can relate to that question like what kind of x am i you know oh totally but i think like in comedy there's um essential jokes like my essential joke Mm. if you break it all down like in the dna of every joke that i do is i'm not supposed to be here but i am so i think yours might be i am questioning like who Mm. am i Mm. um like jerry seinfeld's essential joke is is it me so mm. every oh, joke that he does, fuck. you go, oh, that's the joke. And then yeah. like Dave Chappelle's is, um, 
Dave Chappelle says like, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. Oh fuck, yes. man. Oh Yo. shit. Yo. And so if you if you like go down, actually, the questioner is actually a very legitimate joke teller to be. Like it's 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 a it's related to both. Is it me? It's also related to. I'm not supposed to be here, but I am. Yeah. But it's also like another channel to like. It's kind of like the sculptor, the thinker. Yes. It's like yeah. where 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 we ponder like these queries of like identity. So I think it's a very legitimate channel to cultivate that you can actually keep on questioning, and that can be that's probably your essential joke. Oh you fuck! Know? Oh this shit! Is a, Mar oh my I just god, a, Margaret! I, I, Margaret I, I, I just got an email from the Masterclass franchise, and they want you to teach a class on comedy. That was <laughs> fucking insane. That Holy wasn't shit. just comedy. That was just like you. You know what I'm saying? You are a monk. I tried to snatch the pebble from your hand, and you're just like, yeah, nah, just, just, just carry, the, <laughs> to carry, the, carry the joke with your um, forearms. But it's like. I think that when we have these pervasive thoughts that seem intrusive and kind of like yeah, a problem, yeah, actually yeah. when you embrace that oh, and fuck. you realize, oh, that actually is who I am and then go into that fully with the, the knowledge of, okay, well, this this is great because oh I God. am, and we need uh, somebody who questions all of these things. So you can question everything, including like beginning with yourself and your identity and what kind of uh, what kind of comedian you want to be, and what kind of Asian you want to be, and all of these things are very important to question because there's not a there's there is no questioner in the community of comedians now or Asian comedians in particular. I'm I'm a sensitive boy, so I keep like a little like diaries and stuff like that. And when I look at my old diaries, the question is always, who you know, what am I gonna do with my life? That, I've asked that question essentially since I was like, you know, an adult ever since, like ever since I realized I wasn't going to be a doctor, essentially, right? Now, then it's like, now what? And now you saying, actually, that is the answer in some way. That is like the, the, the essential question and embracing that because all this time I've been like in opposition with it, right? And wow, that's, that's amazing. I mean, what did you, when did you figure out First of all, that framework, that way of thinking, and then second, like when did you realize your essential question? Well, I think like it's really um, just in in uh, you know you look back and you see oh this is actually what everything was you know and yeah. and then I started to see everything because I, I it didn't come till a few years ago when I started to get really into. Um, Perfume. I really, I, I love perfume. I love flowers and I love yeah. scent. And so every uh, big perfume house has a DNA that they put in every perfume. So every perfume has a kind of a skeletal frame yeah, that yeah. smells the same. And then they just hang other things on it that creates its own scent. So yeah. every perfumer has had that since the beginning of the idea of perfumes. And so I realized, oh, every artist does have that. They have the, the seed of what they'll grow into, but it's always going to come from that seed. So the same structure of the way that you think is going to be informing everything that you do. And so I think um, in comedy in particular, because comedy is such a visceral art form mm -hmm. that you have to feel it in order to convey it so that other people can feel it. Mm. And um, it's in a way there's a lot like uh, sex can't be faked. Laughter can't be faked. Oh. So mm. you can't um, fake a laugh because people know. Yeah. And you can't really fake a joke because people are going to know. If you don't think it's funny, it's not going to be funny. Jesus. So 
there's something very visceral about it that um, it makes me think, oh, this is actually a very ancient kind of core feeling. That's why I, I kind of think of comedy as a very, it's a very big deal, but yeah. people, you know, think, oh, it's frivolous, but it's actually not. It's actually very important to society. Oh my God. I wow. mean, and, and I've, I've never heard anyone relate perfume to comedy before so that was that was yeah. crazy that was wild um i mean uh do you, have, have you done this essential thing for everybody because i want to i want to like play a game where i like i know I, I what's, say what's a name like, of a comedian like, i'm trying to think of what's like, like john uh, mulaney's like, like john, john mulaney <laughs> yeah you know? oh um oh. john mulaney's is related to is it me um ah. the that that's there's 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 different there's people who share that um yeah. There's well, because also Seinfeld like, kind of created uh, that style, right? So he created the style, yeah. but there's also like offshoots. Like there's Larry David is a very is it me? Um, yeah. John Mulaney is like a kind of is it me? Uh, who else is? Um, oh, Sebastian Maniscalco is the ultimate is it me? Yes. Mm, mm. Yes. What about wait? What about wow. Louis C.K.? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Louis C.K. is a combination of is it me and I'm not supposed to say this, but I'm going to. And it's more a hard, aggressive. I'm not going to say this. So Louis C.K. is a kind of um, mm. he's a he's the embodiment of the intrusive thought. Like, I don't want to think this. Yes. But yeah. I'm going I don't to tell you. This. Oh, and I don't want to tell you. Oh, but my I'm God. Go you're going to hear it and you don't want to hear it. But we're doing it. Oh, fuck. so it's like that. That's yeah, he, kind of the um, the general yes, take of that reminds me of that joke he has about like you know that joke he has on the HBO special where he goes but maybe you know but that's maybe, the I don't yeah. wanna, that's the I don't yes. want to think this I don't want to think this yeah it's the I don't want to think this but I'm thinking it so you're gonna think it too oh, now you're gonna think it too yeah he does that all the time he does that all the time into shit. your thought system wow oh my gosh well. Wait, that was a wow. great podcast in general. Thank you for the series. <laughs> I'm talking the whole series is done. The whole that's what I was here for. It's like now, a mic drop. It is like the mic drop of like and that's like a Chris Rock thing is like stop thinking because this is this is the last thought. Oh, shit, that yes, have. he does. Yes. This is the last thought that anybody nobody can top this thought. That's the final mm, the last mm, mm. word yes. so that's um you know it's almost like an actions you can totally you know because he really codified the mic drop yeah you know he really, so that's, he did. that's, he does. that's this is, what it is his specials always end like that where it's like thank you boom right did i just make a great point or not boom yeah there's yeah. nothing that can else be that can, nothing else can be said this is nice to hear because i feel there's a lot of you know comedians that are like sort of in me and mike's class you know with sort of the advent of tiktok and all that i think there are a lot, a lot of a lot of comedians who are like oh stand-up is stupid like you know mike i mean i'm not putting you on the spot but you've said that you know it can't really yeah. change anything like it's dumb yeah. like it's a, there's no money. Which I always is true. think that. I you always, know, I, you know. I always, like, I'm always yeah. sort. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, but just like I guess the point is like I, I've been hearing it from my friends, and sometimes that like because I've always loved it, but I didn't really mm -hmm. know how to describe why I did until you just said it for me. But when my close friends start talking like that, there's a part of me that's like maybe maybe this is really really fucking stupid. Maybe it still is, but it's nice to hear like somebody's been in the game for decades to like be able to sort of eloquently express what i've always been thinking and i think a lot of people have been thinking it too but we just didn't know it can be stupid but yeah. it's also it can be really smart it can be everything it can be whatever you want it to be and art is in any way like it can be stupid it can be smart it can be transgressive it can be holy it can be 
profane. It can be dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but I embrace all forms of it. Mm. I think it's it is more important than people realize. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's hope. That's 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 a cr- incredible thought. I mean, you know, I do want to ask also the, you, you know, you've you're you've been around for a long time and you have you know you keep coming back to the art form right of of you're still working and i feel like this art form is so tough and comedy in general any kind of comedy and art life is so tough that you really have to feel like you have to do it in order to keep doing it and obviously you you keep doing it but i want to ask you because i feel you're in a unique position to really like step back from the timeline and see from the 80s to now and you know a question we always sort of ask is like are things changing are they getting better you know, I want to know what, like, your long view, the Margaret Cho long view of <laughs> Asian comedy, whatever that you want to say. You know, like, even for us, like, you know, Fumi and I, we've only been doing it like eight, eight or nine years, and I've it's a long time. yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a, a long time, but mm-hmm. you know, things are changing. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not, and you know, we're seeing a new class of of even now Asian comedians coming up. Yeah, but I wanted to get your take on it, like, you know, your long view of. Of uh, of the everything, I love it. I'm like so excited because I I want to guest star on everybody's TV shows. Like I'm yeah. like the Joan Collins of everybody's TV shows. <laughs> You're in a lot of stuff. I love so it. So I'm like super excited because to me this is like I don't have to I don't have to uh, worry mm-hmm. or be scared or like be the only one, which is also super weird. Yeah. And um, like to me it's like a very gratifying thing too, it, and it, it's like what the Asian respect for elders is super real. Yeah. Like that's so beautiful. So that's a wonderful part of being able to endure in comedy is I get that from, you know, all of the Asian American comedian population. Oh, so yeah. that to no, me we're is really bowing, powerful. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. And like, <laughs> I am very proud and very supportive and excited to see the future of it. So to me, it's like, it symbol, symbol, symbolizes like actual growth change, that the world is changing, that America is changing, mm-hmm. and that entertainment is changing for the better because it used to be so, incredibly white and yes. so incredibly hard to even imagine ourselves in the picture of America and mm-hmm. now we can and so that's powerful. Can, Do you I mean I, you you bring you bring up the the um, being a guest and this is something my wife always my wife is a huge huge fan of yours and she she loves when you're in it but she's always like why don't why isn't she the main person, you know? And I, 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 I hear you because like you don't have to worry about it. You get it in there. You do your thing. I'm like, boom, you elevate the episode or the, the series that you just happen to stop in on. But like, mm-hmm. you know, do you feel like, oh, I, this is this is what I want to do. do, do yeah. You don't want to like st- you don't want to ever be in the, the driver's seat, so to speak, I guess. I do. I you mean, are, I'm trying, yeah. you know, it's like I'm trying to like I'm trying to figure that out and figure yeah. what that looks like um, mm-hmm. and uh, working towards it. And hopefully that'll happen. Um, I actually did a pilot a few years ago, which was all about, it was so fun. It was um, with Minari's Yu Yeon Jung and uh, Steve Park. And it was, um, we were doing this whole like series that was about a Korean American weed growing industry that we were starting in LA. And it was, it was really, it was very like Minari, but it was weed. That's so and funny. It was, you know, yes. present day. And um, it was just like too far for television. Like people mm. couldn't imagine it. And pe- people couldn't imagine this Asian family. Of course, like 
you know, it's something that like I'm like always like way too ahead of everything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we just mm-hmm. we did it too fast, but it was so it was so great. And it was just about people getting super rich really fast from weed. And yes. um so it was right before that all happened. Yeah. So we were gonna be like the Karhashians, but <laughs> didn't actually pan out but fortunately like i keep on trying so we'll see i mean i'm working on it you you uh you are always ahead that story reminds me when california was like starting to i guess decriminalize it before they fully legalized it i asked my mom Mm -hmm. she loves growing stuff she's got a greenhouse i was like mom grow some weed you're allowed to have at the time i think it was like five plants or something like that and i was like mom you would be so good at this and Mm -hmm. she ultimately said no but for i could tell for a because she thought about it for like two minutes and like she did the whole rubric and to me that was like huh maybe i can grow weed it's for a second i was like my my refugee mom might become a weed dealer this would be amazing she didn't have to deal she's just a grower you know and i think that'd be be so beautiful that'd be so beautiful yeah like it's like breaking bad but it's with your mom <laughs> yeah. She's got the she's got the dankest weed in all of Orange County, bro. Yeah. Well, she would grow the dankest weed for sure. Yeah. And when you buy from her, you get a whole thing of oranges, you know? Is this here you yeah, go? That's she's so re- beautiful. She's really plugging. She I really wants to be so an orange beautiful. farmer. That's her actual passion. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. Uh, damn. I love it. Man, I love it. a weed minari would be so good. I mean, I would just love to imagine like uh like the grandma lighting the farm on fire and just getting high as fuck by herself when when this <laughs> Yeah, totally. Just burn it all down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be so cool. <laughs> oh man. Um, do you? Okay. So let me ask you this. This this might get a little real, but when you had answered that question about like you know what's your what's your long view, you get a very optimistic view, and I'm only asking this because I'm a big fan of Bobby Lee's podcast, Tiger Billy, and sometimes I can hear it in his voice when he has a younger Asian comedian on that. There's I don't want to call it bitterness, but there is this like. Just, I think it's a nat- natural thing of like an older person talking to a younger person where it's like, you don't know what it was like, man. Like when I was coming up, it was like war. You know, you it's, it's kind of like talking 80s, to a, like a, like a, a war vet. And I wonder yeah. if you've ever if you've had a phase like that or have thoughts like that where like you see people coming up now, Asian comedians now. And I don't, I don't think jealous is the right word, but it's like, do, do you ever like think we're too soft? Or threatened, or? threatened. Yeah. Well, you think yeah. you're like, you're like, oh, and that's sort of the space of like, there's only enough room. It's almost like yeah. akin to tokenism. Like there's only yeah. enough room for one. Yeah. But maybe I would have felt that if I was younger, but it took me 30 years to see another Asian American woman do a comedy special. It was yeah. Ali Wong. Yeah. yeah. And it was oh, so shit. profound. Like, I was so amazed. Like I was just like so happy. You know, maybe at like twenty years I would have been threatened, but at thirty <laughs> years it was like, it's about time. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was very like we weren't making strides in specifically stand-up comedy until um you know Ali Wong's shows were happening on Netflix so there was like this long space where i still felt like why aren't there other yeah. asian comedians making big strides yeah so that was really important mm. i think um yeah it it is a I feel like that that sort of comes with time. Like when you get into your mid fifties, which I am, it's sort of like, I, I, I'm like so grateful to see other Asian people doing what I've been doing for so long. So there was a long space before where I didn't feel any other Asian 
kind of presence. So it's 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 really gratifying. Dang, dude, I, I feel <laughs> I really feel that because it's like after a certain amount of time, you're like, man, I should be feeling threatened. I haven't been threatened in a long time. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's been too much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no sense of uh, like just like the loneliness of kind of feeling like why are no other Asian people taking up stand up comedy or trying. To, I think what was going on, like Ken Jong was doing comedy, but he was also still in uh, in um, in medical school. Right, right. So he was still like being a doctor. He had a practice and yeah. he was still like managing these different careers so you know he was opening for me doing shows at duke university in the early 90s because he was like attending their me like medical program That's like that. oh my so god he loved, he loved comedy so it's very strange to like have to split off into this other career and then kind of circle back and of course he's very very successful but he applied all of his um effort into just doing comedy and that's why he's just such a an amazing amazing career now do, do you know when he like because i don't know his history i don't know if you guys are tight but like when, when did he decide to quit being a doctor was it like after he landed something big or did he like take that risk i think he just took the risk because he had um his wife is a doctor too mm. and you know oh, okay. they were like <laughs> I, very I remember, like yeah. focus yeah i remember his story was um he was doing all his things, and if you look back, he had gotten little things. He, he had he had like a little thing in the office, like a little little like one or two lines. And you you'll see like if you look back in the catalog, I guess you'll see Ken Jeong like pop up here and there. But the whole time he was a doctor, the whole time. Yeah. And then yeah. his story is he um, did uh, what was that show where he he, he the, it was a movie and uh, the lady gets pregnant and oh, um, oh knocked up knocked up knocked up. He's in that, right? He has a really right. big, like, show yeah. scene stopping, you know, show, yeah. you know, big scene, and he, uh, he then said that that was he knew that was like a big break for him, but he had to go back to work. He was still a doctor, <laughs> and even then, his wife then said, "Hey, you gotta go. We're gonna have to do it. You have to go to L.A. and give this a shot." So he still had to make make that break at a certain yeah. point, you know. So I, you know, I, I. I feel that you know it's it's a very Asian thing. Even me, I'm like I feel I can't like let go of the safety bar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like really swim out in the ocean. It's just like so yeah. scary. It's like too too much for me. I you know. But and, for Margaret, I don't know. it's crazy for Margaret because you start when you're 14. So arguably, you never even held on to the safety bar. You know? Yeah, I mean, you, you just ever, dove right in and no. started swimming yeah. around. Just, I wasn't a good student, and I was like mm. always like into like drinking and using drugs. So like I was such a bad Asian to begin with. Like I didn't even try to fuck with it. Like I'm like yeah. you know yeah. what? I'm not yeah. even gonna do this. <laughs> like, and it's just like also what a terrible like we had ter terrible weed too in the eighties. So yeah. you didn't I don't have even my know mom why I was into yeah. it. Yeah, it was so bad. It was like all seeds and stems. So. There was no point to that either, but uh, I just wanted to be an adult and I wanted autonomy. Yeah. And yeah. so that was really my main focus. And, you know, just kind of like kind of being my own sort of person as opposed to like going to school and I didn't want to go to Korea and get married and all yeah. like I didn't have any of that in me. So it was not possible. <laughs> this is just something I wanted to share with you to see, get your take on it. I was telling Mike earlier that like, I feel like as my parents get older, they they just like they give less and less fucks, and now they give such less fucks that they, when we're texting, there's like no transition. 
So I was mm-hmm. texting them today earlier about something, a, a, a big family news that was like very exciting and it was very positive. And then we were like, okay, cool. And we're like, oh, we should meet up and talk about this, blah, 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 blah. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> I'm gonna pull, oh, I can't pull up the text. My mom just goes, yeah, so uh, grandma died when she was 75. So I have about 14 years left. Isn't that sad? Oh! <laughs> just out of, it's nothing to do with yeah. anything. And then um, and yeah. she goes, and then she says, life passes you by real fast, doesn't it? <laughs> this, is ja- oh. this is all in Japanese, this is all yeah. in Japanese. But I was yeah. just like, I literally responded like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what did yeah. I miss something? Um, and yeah. I feel like, yeah, and I shared that with Mike and Mike said that sometimes, you know, from time to time, his mom will bring up death out of nowhere. Uh, just out of nowhere. Yeah. She'll just be like, hey, I'm going to die soon. Just like out of nowhere. We're just like watching The Office or whatever. And she's just like, hey, I'm going to die yeah. soon. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, you know, so I don't know. You know, I feel like, you know, Margaret, you got like a little monk view of these. Yeah, what's things. your yeah. monk view you know, on you this, think, man? What should I do? You, <laughs> well, we, you know, we have a very strong relationship with death, not only because uh, we have a lot of war in our history, but yeah. because, too, like, we do have, you know, that. our. Yeah, there's so much of that in our lives and in our like, um, you know, the lives are just our recent ancestors. Also, like we have very strong practices where the people who are dead, we still talk to like our ancestor Mm. worship is very real. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Koreans uh, set like a jesa table, which is like Mm -hmm. all the foods that your ancestors loved. But we we would put like styrofoam so we wouldn't have to put all the food there because they're not going to eat it because they're ghosts. So (laughs) we just like stick it to the outside or even like a picture of food or, you know, or you'll you'll get like a picture of something and burn it at the temple like for them to have in heaven so they can have money in heaven or cars in heaven. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, or if like you're cleaning their grave, that's very Japanese. So we think we have a close relationship to death it's not tragic mm-hmm. in a sense yeah so there's a there's a reality also asian people they don't like they don't fucks with transitions even in like <laughs> pr- your presence you yeah. know how they'll just change the subject they'll just change the subject like, real, yeah they don't care so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's not very, uh, th- there's none of that anyway but uh, yeah. my parents still don't know how to text they just like a fake facetime they just go straight oh, to FaceTime. Like, the face to FaceTime. They fucks with FaceTime. They yeah. they fucks Damn. with FaceTime, or they'll they they do uh yeah they do love a cacao talk. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah. But that's nice. Well, my, uh, my mom also put a. Also, old people don't even know these emojis properly. She my mom after she said that she put uh that smiley face emoji with the sweat running down your forehead. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah yeah. You know, I, oh, you, no. that's the yeah. one that's like. If I had to express that in the American language, it's kind of like that. Did I do that kind of emoji? <laughs> oh. You know, <laughs> so, so like this is not even oh. the. I don't know what the appropriate emoji is when you're talking about death, yeah. but I, I, I just kind of liked it because I don't know what else to say. I just That's you just the liked most it. Asian. It's the most Asian emoji too. That sweat one. It's real it like um, long yeah. duck dong. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Long Duck Dong, man. Yeah, dude. Long Duck Dong is like a very like sweat, like one sweat. It's even his yeah. hair is like kind of like yeah, yeah, sweaty. It is, yeah. Yeah, it is yeah, kind yeah, of sweaty. Yeah. That's amazing. That's beautiful. Morgan, yes. thank, fucking, thank you so much for doing this podcast, man. This was an incredible thank you. experience for me and Mike. We'll be thinking about it on our I, deathbeds. I hope I we hope. can. I hope we we can meet. One day, you know, I mean, you we know, shall. Are you, you in know, LA? I'm mean, sure we shall. Are you? Are I am in New LA. York? Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yes. Well, well I'm, I'm in both, but right, I'm in mostly in LA. 
Word. Well, we might have. I'm in LA. We have a show in LA and New York. If you just ever want to run shit and do whatever, For please sure. let us know. Ever. Happy to have you on. Yeah, I will. Um, we will do that. a lot of bowing. There will be tons of bowing. Um, and oranges. And, yeah, so bring oranges. Oranges. Yeah. Uh, exotic <laughs> yes. pears. Um, whatever Perfect. you want. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll peel your fruit for you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where so can our nice. fans find you and your work? Anything you want to plug? People can find me on uh, Twitter at Margaret Cho, at um, Instagram, Margaret underscore Cho, on uh, TikTok, The hey. Margaret Cho. I'm going to follow you guys, too. I think I already am. Maybe. We'll see. Whoa. I have to figure it out. I'm still like trying to understand TikTok, so I'm going to follow you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, at uh, uh, I have a movie coming out in June with uh, Jill Kim Booster and Bo and Yang. Awesome. Hey. Uh, called Fire Island. So uh, oh, yeah. it's going to be a big Asian gay summer. Hot gay summer. <laughs> Hot, Hot gay Asian gay summer. Hot Asian summer. Yes. Beautiful. Hot Asian love summer. That. I love it. Yes. We love that. And please follow us on all socials at Asian.AsianPod. I am also on there at the Fumiyabe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro or on TikTok at Nice Pants TikTok. So. Uh, our next Hack City Comedy Show is March 11th. And the one after that is April 8th. You can get tickets at asian.asianpod.com or just go to the episode uh, description below and you'll see a link there. Um, I believe that is it. Margaret, thank you. Thank you so Margaret, much. thank you. Uh, so for taking the time. Thank you. It was amazing. Thank you. Have a great rest thank of... Thank uh, Have an amazing show tonight at the Improv. And thank you. Uh, listeners, go check out Margaret if you're around. Uh, we'll see you yeah, guys next please. week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.